All right, and good afternoon. Welcome to the show, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, right here live every Saturday on our new, it's new to us, News Talk, WFLA Orlando, 94.1 FM or 540 AM if you're listening to us live here locally if you're in the Orlando area, or if you go to iHeartRadio, you can actually find us there on the News Talk app where there's a section, News Talk WFLA. It's specific to Orlando and for 94.1 FM listeners and 540 AM listeners. So thank you guys for joining us today. It's our third show here, our third Saturday in this time slot on this radio network. So we're super excited to be here. Again, it's called Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts. And we talk a lot about this fun industry that I love to call my home industry, which is the mold restoration, water restoration, the fire restoration, the emergency response industry that is so important to us, especially in that one time of need, when you have that one claim once in a lifetime is about an average once every 10 years to a lifetime is about the, uh, about the amount of times that somebody's going to have to deal with a claim in their lifetimes. And we're talking about property related claims. So if you have property damage to your home, your building, your structure, and you have to file an insurance claim, it's a very scary situation. So today on contractor talk, we've got a couple of guests today in this industry, and we're going to be talking about recent law changes. Now that our session has, ended. Our Florida legislative session had about, I think it was, I don't know, a couple thousand bills filed. Mm -hmm. Um, They, um, I can't remember the amount of bills that came out, but only 200 of them actually passed and uh, were sent up to the governor for stamp and signature. And of course, all the stuff about property out in the news now uh, and has been over the past year is due, those law changes are due to all of that fake news that have been up about all these insurance companies going insolvent, but really they're just playing the shell game. And that's due to our weak property damage laws here in the state of Florida. So we're going to talk about that, what law changes that just affected us. And we have a couple of experts today. Um, our um, our attorney, um, well, so let me take a step back. When we talk about what is covered under your policy, I can't tell you about that. I can tell you what I've experienced as a policyholder in my experience to you, but there are only two professions here in the state of Florida that can talk to you about coverages under your policy. And that's a Florida licensed attorney. We're talking about Florida property damages here. And as a result to you, then you have to file an insurance claim. Who can you talk to? A lot of people are like, ah, let me call my agent. Um, you know, and it's very good to talk to your agent as well too. They're the ones that sold you the policy and can tell you about what you have and what you might not have. But then when you actually have that time of loss and that fine, you have to file that claim claim, you need to either talk to an attorney or a public adjuster. And we have two, and we have both of those professions on my show today, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts. So you don't want to miss this show today. Um, so our guest in studio is Hans Kennan with Morgan & Morgan, a board certified attorney and with his own uh, uh, studio audience uh, as well. They have uh, followed him show to show. Uh, as, as you can tell, he's very popular. I think they uh, have coined him as the, uh, the largest law firm now in the universe it just continues to get bigger welcome to the show hans kenner how are you good 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 um you know einstein believed that the universe was always expanding and that's really the john morgan's <laughs> theory is grow or die and as the universe expands we expand with it that's awesome that's awesome and uh and i think maybe it's a um some sort of marketing uh fight between uh other law firms that's what i'm thinking i mean have you seen um dan newland how can dan newland how could he possibly say that he's the biggest guy 
in the nation, or is it? Uh, was it him? Is it Dan? <clears throat> was it him? He Dan Newland, and they're like in a in a wreck. Get a check. I mean, he he may. I, I believe uh, the Morgan Law Firm, Morgan and Morgan, with I've been with for the last twenty three years. Um, we are in, I think, forty two states, handling everything from automobile uh, automobile accidents, medical malpractice, workers' compensation, and a variety of other other federal issues that come up. Um, last time I checked, I thought Dan was still limited and had limited himself really to Florida and more Central Florida than anywhere else. But that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe that's where I came from. Well, it's good to know. Not only are you local here to the central Florida listening area? But if you, th- this is what you need to do. And this is why this, the show uh, is such an important show for our consumers here that are listening is that we have building professionals in here for you, for you to ask questions. If you have a question for Hans Kennedy, we can, we, let me tell you a little, little secret here. So this is an actually live, sorry about that. The studio is not open on the weekend. So we record this during the week, right before the show. And so how you can find us is you go to our Facebook contractor talk with Richie Kidwell on Facebook. And from there, you will be able to send us a message and ask a question to Hans or to others guests that we have here on the show. And we'll be happy to bring this up. So today's show is about talking about the laws, understanding what the landscape is here, what the legislative changes just happened here in the state of Florida um, and how that results to you. Maybe if you have a hurricane Ian claim, maybe that didn't affect you as much, but let's say you bought a policy in 2023 and now you have a pipe claim. Now you have a hailstorm. Now you have some sort of damages that supersede your deductible. What do I do? Who can I call? Especially if if I have a complex question. So um, uh, Hans is a regular on the show. So feel free to shoot us a question via email for myself or for Hans. Mm -hmm. And we'll be happy to bring it up and expand on that uh, for you guys. Go to Facebook, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, send us a message. And also you can see we're working on the podcast side of it. Not only is our audio on Saturday here on WFLA, but it is also on podcast. You'll find that there on our Facebook page and also links to where you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us other places other than just this radio station. So if you want, if you're curious to see in to see what, uh, um, what's going on here in the studio, feel free to do so. Jump over to our Facebook page. I was going to comment about uh, uh, how stylish Hans Kennen is today. So if you're curious on the color of his bow tie, then uh, uh, feel free to come on over to Facebook. Okay, first thing, no bow ties. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I, I, I'm not teaching college here. <laughs> <laughs> That's but great. If, but if I'm a sharp dressed man, then I think the other analogy for the Morgan firm from Morgan Morgan would be, we're not just bad, we're nationwide. I think keeping with the ZZ Top theme. I like that. There you go. Very simple. There you go. There's some easy top fans out there. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, so our our guest that's coming up after the break here um, is a public adjuster, um, and his name is Vince Perry. So I'm going to let him introduce himself and what he's got going on here after the break. But uh, um, we're going to kind of tee it up for him. Now, the legislative session just ended. Every other year, uh, it, it starts in the first Tuesday in January. And the next year, it's the first Tuesday in March. And then it goes for 60 days um, in which all these bills are presented to the legislators who this year have not legislated at all. They just sit there as puppets and said, okay, dictator DeSantis, who's been bought out by the insurance lobby, tell us what to do and we'll be happy to do it for you. And that's exactly what they did. They have calluses on their knees this year because that's all they've been doing is the bidding of the governor and not of their own constituents, which is unfortunate. So what had came up as far as property, as far as that we are concerned, I'm concerned is these 
four bills that just uh, came out or signed into law. So we had uh, House Bill 837 was signed into law on March 24th, 2023. This was the bill that was jammed down the throat of all of the legislators by Governor DeSantis and before the April giving of all of the insurance breakdown or excuse me, all the insurance companies breakdowns of all their financials. So we can finally see why there's a real crisis because they claimed a crisis with no financial information. They said it exists and it statutorily does exist. In 2021, there was a bill called Senate bill 76 that was filed into law. It's supposed to be a law. It's not being filed. So it's not really a law. Apparently it's just suggested, I guess that all the insurance companies turn in all their expenses every single quarter Starting in the first uh, month of January of 2022, I believe, 2022, they were supposed to be turning in all breakdown of all their expenses to include, is the claim represented by a public adjuster or an attorney? How much was the initial offer? How much was the settlement? How much did they pay to their defense attorney? How much did they pay in plaintiff fee attorneys? All of that information is going to be given to us all in a silver platter, which is supposed to represents the actual crisis that we're in, which is overspending too many lawsuits. All of these were just frivolously just suing the insurance carriers because, you know, we, we love Morgan and Morgan and we just want to pump them up so bad, so much that we just wait two and three years and just to file a lawsuit to become whole from an insurance claim, which is absolutely ridiculous. So uh, we but, had a house but, bill. But that didn't happen, but that didn't happen. It didn't. As a matter of fact, they jammed a law down, which was house bill 837, which removed a hundred plus year case law that gives the prevailing party attorney's fees privileges to the consumer when they win against their insurance company. Crazy. And man, these segments go by crazy fast. So that was the first bill that went in. We'll talk about the other bills and we'll introduce our new speaker, our new guest. Uh, his name is Vince Perry and we're going to bring him in right here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out throughout the break. Thanks for joining us here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts, live every Saturday right here on our new home, WFLA News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM or 540 AM. Thanks, guys, for joining us and hanging out through that break. Um, it's, it's you know, this is such a great time for us to be here um, on this show. Um, we have great uh, um, uh, guests here for you today. Sorry, I am now working on the new audio stuff and I use my phone. And then when I have phone calls coming, this is great stuff. So working out this technology, got to love it. Thumbs up. All right. So, um, as I was saying right before the break, if you do want to catch a topic here on the show, you're listening to us here in Orlando and you're driving through, you're like, I want to hear more about the topics. Uh, I want to hear what they're talking about and maybe be involved a little bit more in the show. We'll go over to Facebook, go over to contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, like us, follow us there. We have a YouTube page. We have Spotify. We have much different ways for you to listen to us and even see us live here in studio. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty cool thing that we're putting together. It's only our third show here on WFLA. So we're super excited to roll out every Saturday, 12 PM to 2 PM right here. We call it contractor talk with Richie Kidwell. It's a spinoff from a show that I've had for years on another network dial. And, uh, and, and we had a lot of traction. There are a lot of consumers here that used us specifically and our uh, guests that we've had here to help them through their one-time 
time of need, their property damage claim, which they rarely have to go through on their own, and which we're starting to see, especially with this quote unquote insurance crisis, this fake crisis that rolled out last year, all so insurance companies can, can continue to increase your premiums without any regard to, to, to claims filings, to claim payouts, all to try to ride this wave of insurance companies are going out of business and all this stuff when really in reality, only one insurance company actually ate dust and that was Avatar. The rest of them just did a shell game, you know, UPC going over to slide. You've got, you know, FedNet going into Monarch, you know, you got, you got uh, Southern Fidelity going into Capital Preferred. All they did is a shell game. One company already owed them. They just got, they just gutted their Florida company because our state allows insurance companies to just make and you know, just make a Florida one like State Farm did, I believe, under Charlie Crist reign in 2007 or eight or whichever came to them and say, listen, there's a lot of stuff that happens here in Florida. You know what? After the 2004 and five hurricanes, you know what? I mean, I don't want Florida to spoil the whole bunch. So allow us to make a Florida corporation with only 15 million dollars worth of assets. That's it. That's all we need. And then just in case. So we made State Farm Florida just in case a big hurricane came out and took it, took out everybody in Florida. It won't affect the rest of us in the United States. So, um, so it's interesting to me that our government allowed that to happen. And now wondering why you got multinational or national, uh, entities like say UPC who's super rich outside of the state of Florida can just literally cut, cut off a finger and be like, you guys, good luck and send everything over to FIGA, which is our Florida insurance guarantee association, which is you guessed it paid by all of us here in the state of Florida. So it's a little frustrating. So in that time of help and need, you have two folks to go to two professions to go to when you have a question regarding policy coverage. And that is one of a licensed uh, attorney here in the state of Florida. And we have Hans Kennan with Morgan Morgan today. Um, and we have a public adjuster. That's the other profession that you can call and talk to and ask them about coverages under their policy. Is this covered versus this? If I had this type of loss, is this covered? And can you help me? Yes or no. And that is a public adjuster. And we have a guest today for you. His name is Vince Perry. I'll go commercial claims advocates. He has many other things going on. Uh, outside of just being a public adjuster, but it's such an important question, especially to the folks that are listening, is what is a public adjuster and what do public adjusters do? But welcome to the show, uh, Vince Perry. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, Richie. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate the chance and the uh, and the opportunity to speak to your audience. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm um, thank you for uh, for joining us. This is kind of our our uh, you know our, our infancy. We're still trying to figure things out here on the show, and uh, I appreciate you you being on here and uh, being an advocate not only for our industry uh, consumers alike. So if you were to answer that question, what is a public adjuster and what do they do? Uh, how would you answer that? Well, first of all, I'd like to tell you that I'm sick and tired of having to answer that question. <laughs> Sometimes I even get to the, it's my mission. Like I was telling you guys off air to not have to answer that question anymore because too many times I've been doing this for too long, 15 years in counting that I still am sometimes depending on the mood that I'm in, do I want to actually get into the answering of this question? Now, obviously we're on a radio show, so I'm going to get into it, but <laughs> just if I, if I run into somebody to grow, grocery store and we get into a conversation, they ask me what I do. If I don't want to take that conversation to the next level, I'll just tell them I'm an insurance adjuster. Cause I know that if I tell them I'm a public adjuster, they're going to ask, well, 
what's that? So, and as you guys know, I'm sure public adjuster is an advocate. It's an advocate for the homeowner. It's an advocate for the policyholder. It's just making sure that that claim is properly, is properly handled. It's properly set up in a way, not set up, but it's properly, uh, it's properly documented and put together in a way to be honest, to make the insurance company's lives much easier because we are indeed insurance adjusters, just like the independent adjusters, just like the company adjusters, the exact same thing, almost relatively the exact same test with some additional public adjuster statutes that we have to know, same continuing education, except for some public adjuster statutes that we need to know, but everything else is the same. And our job is the same too. We have to document the claim. We have to take photos. We have to take videos. We have to put an estimate together. We have to sketch the house. We have to gather uh, estimates, invoices, proposals, investigate the claim, determine coverage, and then present it to the insurance company on a silver platter. The only difference is obviously we are now looking on behalf of the insurance of the insured's best interest and the policy's best interest. As a matter of fact, it is it's against the law for me not to, and I'm not an attorney, so the attorney here, he can actually confirm this or not. It's against the law for me to not look out for the best interest of the homeowner. It's literally in my statutes and everything that I need to follow that I have to, by law, put the insured and the homeowner and the policy's interest first before anybody else. If not, I can lose my license. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly what they do. They're an advocate for you, the consumer, uh, to identify what is covered on your policy and what is not. You can be frank with them. Hey, my fence fell over. It's like, okay, well, let me ask you a couple of questions, you know, and let me tell you if it is, let me take, you know, uh, review the policy. Like you said, take pictures, document, really get into there. So you can really be an advocate and a help and assist the homeowner. They're one time of a confusing loss for sure. Now, um, before we do take a break, these, these, these segments, go by so fast. Um, the appoint or the voted for quote unquote boss, the head of, uh, of, of the office of financial services, we'll call it the CFO, right? He was voted in by all of us. We'll call it well, your, not, your boss. Not, a, not all of us. Not, not definitely not me. <laughs> yeah, I, not I, as a matter of fact, I drove my wife up to the voting poll and I said, this is what you need to do. <laughs> um, let's get rid of this guy. Uh, it didn't work, but uh, anyways, we tried. The effort was there. But uh, this guy is supposedly your boss, right? He's the head of the Department of Financial Services. He called you several times. Your boss called you a locust. And, and not you personally. Right. Well, the, the whole industry, public adjusters, locusts, multiple times and in, in, in on television and reported in the papers. I mean, what are your, what is your thoughts about that? I mean, that's, that's, that's. <laughs> that's, how I feel. that's how I feel about that. That's, that's crazy. Our, our, uh, our CFO, Jimmy Petronas, several times calling a public adjuster coming out to a home after a storm or hurricane with somebody who doesn't have communication availabilities, doesn't even have power or water and trying to assist somebody calling them locusts showing up, uh, you know, to try to assist a homeowner say, Hey, would you like me to call on your claim for you? Would you like me to get the process started? Otherwise not knowing what to do as a hurricane category five just went over your home. That's crazy. It's gotta be, you know, uh, a dent to the public adjusters, uh, just at all, just really taking the wind out of your sails. You know, I, I mean, I, I did, I took it personally. And the reason why is, like I said, I've been doing this for 15 years. I've got a family that 
that feeds off this industry and this is this uh this job that i've been doing for so long you know when i first i'll never forget when i first got with my wife and i explained to her what i did her first reaction was like you're like robin hood you know you're like there you're saving people and i really am extremely prideful about this job and about what we do i think it's very rewarding it's very difficult it's a tough job mm-hmm. we're constantly playing uh playing against the playing offense against the defense of the insurance company but we've always got one thing in mind and it's always that poor homeowner that's getting taken advantage of and really just not getting indemnified for what they deserve to get indemnified for and i that's love right. that no recovery no fee so you do this work with a hope to get paid by insurance proceeds um and that's the biggest thing all right so we're going to take a break here give some thanks to our sponsors we're going to come back dive into senate bill 30 of 1398 1398 here with the lawyer and the public adjuster stick around we'll be right back on contractor talk with richie kibble all right, all right, and we're back live here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts, live right here on WFLA News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM, 5.40 AM. That's important to know. I was driving through Central Florida the other day listening to 94.1 News Talk. I went to the next city, and I switched over to the AM dial, and I was able to hear us and continually drive and hear us all the way to the coast. So use both of them, 94.1 FM or 5.40 AM. Now, if you're listening to us and you're like, oh, I'm not from here, download the iHeartRadio app. You can take us everywhere you go. Listen to us every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. right here on iHeartRadio News Talk 94.1. Thanks, guys, for continuing to uh, to stick around with us on this important topic. And, uh, you know, it's important for, for, for us to bring this information to you, the consumer, um, and to let you know about the law changes that just went through and the proper uses of an attorney and a public adjuster in this one time of loss where you actually need the help. And if you don't have proceeds, you don't pay. And I think that's exactly what Morgan and Morgan uh, as well, too. Did you download that Morgan and Morgan clip? Oh, man. Oh, man. We had us. Dang it, man. We had it. We had you, Hans. Never mind. Next week. But um, um, where the the recent law change that we, that we just touched on, House Bill 837, that did take away attorney's fees for homeowners. But you're still saying, just like just like uh, Vince is, you guys will work very hard for the consumer and no recovery no fee. So there are some chances where you're not going to get paid. Is that, is that correct? Is that still correct today? No, it's absolutely the truth. Uh, um, we had a case recently that uh, um, we got offered a lot of money and, and we did, we did not win in all fairness. Um, and there's a lot of cases we have and not a lot, but there are ones where we don't prevail or we take them on, we spend money and we spend our time and our money. If we needed a, an engineer to go out, um, Richie Kidwell has an engineering company here at AQA. We need estimators to go out. People like Vince often assist us with that type of work mm-hmm. and we, we pay them to do that. And if it comes back and there's not for whatever reason, not enough damage, not enough, whatever's going on. Um, you as the client never owe us any money for our time or our expenses. We simply eat that uh, as a part of, of the cost of our doing business. Um, so no, and we're not getting out of the business. Um, we're still in it and we're going to continue to be in it. Um, I do assume that some law firms and I'm sure Vince will say, Perhaps some public adjusters may be going to get out of the field because it's a more difficult, more challenging landscape. But I think we've only really just doubled down on the idea 
that uh, I, I, I got a guy call me and, and he, was, he mentioned, he goes, you know, I remember a case years ago um, where you helped a lady who had ver- had a very small, a small policy and a small recovery, but you're willing to do it for her. And he goes, I look back and I go, I asked you why you would do that. And you said, if not me, then who? If not now, then when? Right. And I think that same thing applies <laughs> today. Um, we're kind of an all comers kind of place. We're a bit of a street fighter kind of group at Morgan & Morgan. Um, we appreciate the underdog. We appreciate people who have a challenging claim. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could say all our claims are easy, but uh, they're certainly not. Um, and we want to take on that risk and invest the time and do what we can to try to get people as close as close back to um, back to pre-loss condition as we can. As you mentioned, there's been some changes to the law, but at this point, we're still willing to help you get your recovery. That's awesome. And that's awesome. And, and Vince is the same way. And from your aspect, you're very similar to that. Can you, can you talk to me about how, and you know, a consumer who is in that need or has many questions regarding their policy, how you're able to help them Vince as a public adjuster, which is different than an attorney. Can, can you talk to us about that? I've always called this the first line of defense. You know, I always say that we're like that first line of defense so that we can, we're going to do whatever we can to try to handle your claim and solve your claim and get it paid and do whatever we can to, to indemnify you and put you back to your pre-loss condition. However, if they get past that line of defense and we're not able to get that claim paid, they deny the claim, they underpay it severely so much that we can't fight it, then we'll go ahead and we'll obviously uh, we'll get an attorney involved and that's when that whole process starts. Uh, but it's not that much different, right? Obviously, we do have some limitations that attorneys do not. Well, we, we're not lawyers. Uh, Uh, But we do have experience with reading this policy, uh, understanding the ambiguity of that policy and sort of using that against the insurance company whenever possible and really just negotiating and and, uh, you know, trying to present a case to uh, the insurance company that's viable. Putting the full package together. I mean, I challenge any homeowner to go out to a contractor, get three estimates or whatever. They're probably lump sum estimates, you know, on the roof and then maybe somebody for the paint and then the flooring and then the drywall and all that stuff. That's when the insurance company puts you to work. You file a claim. They come out and they say, okay, here's a hundred bucks for all this damage. You're going to go, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? And they say, yeah, well, then if you don't like my estimate, then go out and get three estimates for all these trades. We'll be happy to take a look at it. So they're based. Basically, insurance company then puts you to work as the homeowner. And that's when you say, no, 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 no. You know, that's where you get the involvement of the public adjuster or the attorney, where you start at that first line of defense, like Vince was saying, get somebody to help you put that package together. How much are you going to charge, uh, Vince, if you're going to come out to my house, start putting that package together? How much are you going to ca- charge me? Nothing. That's awesome because it's no recovery, no fee. So you're going to put a full insurance package together for somebody, document the damages, put a full exactimate estimate, line item, detailed exact estimate, just like the insurance companies want to see because the insured doesn't know. They have one claim a lifetime or once every 10 years if they're unlucky and live in an area where a hurricane comes over, you know, every 15 years or so, they do they have to deal with that, right? So you deal with that all the time, make that package together and you What's your success rate? What would you say that when you put this package together, you submit it to the insurance company for the insured that uh, that you're able to bring it to a resolution, whether it be appraisal, whether it be mediation or just settlement? What was what your uh, what was your percentage? Well, the success rate ultimately, and you know, if we have to use litigation, but the success rate is a hundred percent. But the reason why it's a hundred percent is again, it's my, it's not my incentive to go in and walk into a house and, and submit uh, an uncovered, cl- uh, a not covered claim. 
it, it, I, th- this is why I think people don't understand that the public adjuster. So wait, you don't take every single claim. You don't throw everything out the wall. No, because there's no incentive for me to do that, right? Because exactly. if the yeah. claim is not covered, if I sit down and I interview the insured, which is what we always do, we sit down, we've got a checklist, we sit down, we interview the insured, and we walk around the entire house inspecting the loss. If I sit down and the the the, the insured tells me something in regards to the loss that is an obvious exclusion on the policy, we have no claim. Mm-hmm. Or if we have a $10,000 deductible on a loss that doesn't look like it's going to be more than five or $10,000, we have no claim. It's not, uh, since we get paid contingency and we don't get paid unless you get paid, it's zero incentive for us to sign up a claim or submit a claim that'll ultimately get denied or just not paid at all. Mm-hmm. It really makes no sense. And that's, what's great about your, uh, your company and how you do it as opposed to other adjusters who public adjusters may come out and throw everything out the wall. We'll call it South Florida adjusters. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying it happens more often down there. Will you have shady public adjusters running around that? And this is what the CFO is calling the locust people, right? They're just going around. They'll take any claim at all, even by an insured who's trying to fraud their insurance company. That's when you not walk, you run, especially those folks there. And they know who they are. You know who they are when you walk into there, what type of insured you're dealing with. Uh, I got to interrupt you there and I got to defend my 305 because what you probably don't know is that I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I I called you and it was 305. But you moved out. But you moved out. You moved out. Our, the funny thing about public adjusters is that we have events all over the country. We started all over Florida. We are all over the country now. And we have our big event at the end of the year in Miami. I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of public <laughs> adjusters that I meet all the time. And all of them that I meet, and I know there's your bad apples, but that's like any other industry, right? But almost, I mean, every single public adjuster that I meet, and you know, you're on social media, we get messages constantly. Everyone is out for the greater good. And that's what what the problem is, is that when you Google search insurance or insurance claims and when you are watching the Super Bowl or you're watching the the finals of the NBA, there's all these commercials and there's all these ads that are constantly telling them and telling everybody that they're a good neighbor, that they're looking out for them. So everybody's already completely subconsciously brainwashed to think that the insurance company is looking out for their best interest when it actually is the advocates, the attorneys, the public adjusters, you got a restoration contractors who are ultimately just trying to do whatever they can. We're not cutting the check. Right. Right. Um, and, and the same, we don't want to burn up our time, right? I mean, to make money, because again, no recovery, no fee. That means you don't get paid. So it only wastes time for the consumer. It only gives ammunition to the Department of Financial Services, which fun fact here, we got, we got 20 seconds, we'll take a break, but hundreds and hundreds of thousands of complaints have been filed against the insurance company, only 99 mm-hmm. uh, against contractors and adjusters on this side. So let that sink in there. Um, all right. We're going to take a break here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We're going to come back with Senate Bill 1398 and the changes that they did and House Bill 837 and what just happened here in our last legislative session. We'll be right back with Contractor Talk. 
All right, and welcome back to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Building damage experts live right here on WFLA, 941 FM and 540 AM. Thanks so much for joining us here. Don't forget to go to iHeartRadio and just get used to that. Bookmark that page or download the app and listen to News Talk Orlando, 94.1 FM, and you'll find us, Contractor Talk, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. every Saturday right here in the Central Florida area. Thanks so much again for joining us here on this important show. And I call it important is because we just had the end of our legislative session and we had many things that went through. And so I want to tee this up. We have Hans Kennan with Morgan Morgan here uh, today. He is a uh, more than 25 years, I say 25 mm-hmm. plus years as a uh, an attorney here in the state of Florida. He's board certified and he has been seeing so many of these uh, claims, uh, good, bad, and indifferent over the years and has been through major uh, of all the major law changes in the, in the past in the past 20 years, more so in the past three to four years than I've seen ever. Um, and which is crazy. So, um, this is a quick, uh, rundown of what a recap of the 2022 December special session and (coughs) what happened during 2023 session. So before you jump to that, I just want to talk two things. One of which is my, um, one of my favorite public adjuster stories is I had a lady come to see me who had a house fire and she had not hired a public adjuster. And, uh, it was a, a case where she had to provide the, the, insurance company in an inventory. And there were some questions about her inventory and mm-hmm. wanted to take her examination under oath. And it's really my favorite story of, of where public adjusters become so invaluable to, to the, to the presentation of the claim. She had kind of done the work herself, again, older lady, not very familiar with the system. And she comes to me and she says, this is my inventory. And I go through it and it seemed light generally because everyone's got more stuff than they think. But she said, and I said, well, ma'am, I see something for the kitchen here. I assume you own silverware. And she went, oh, I forgot to put down the silverware. I mean, so silverware, like, you, I mean, what's more basic than having silverware? And I said, man, we need to get you a public adjuster. And I actually went out and hired a public adjuster and had him go and do an inventory for her. And it, it reasonably went up a lot because she simply had left out so many items that were so consistent with what we do every day, but she still left them out. So a public adjuster can look at your property with an eye that you may miss, even though it's your own stuff. So it's certainly um, some so a good tool to use. Also, I can tell you that like that tax accountant, you know, you're like, I had no idea yeah. I could have claimed all that. It's not illegal. You just didn't know. You just didn't know. And, and you just didn't realize, like I said, what you have, what you don't have. Um, one thing I uh, also want to mention is that for folks uh, who come to us who have a public adjuster, we always work with the public adjuster. And honestly, in some cases, I'll reduce my fee to inc- incorporate the public adjuster fee. Because you may say to yourself, well, geez, I don't want to hire a public adjuster and then a lawyer because it's going to cost me more. We can usually work out a deal with the public adjuster where we'll fold in their fee into our fee. Um, and so it won't cost you the consumer more to have the benefit of a public adjuster than the benefit of a lawyer also. Wow. That's, that's good stuff. And wow, that's, wow. That's, that's great that, uh, that, that you do that. Does everybody at Morgan and Morgan do the same or is, is that something? Yeah. Um, anything regarding public adjusters, um, and first party insurance claims. Yes. If they bring us that claim and we can work with their insured, if, if they've gone as far as they can, we're happy to try to work that out again, because we don't want insureds to feel <clears throat> that they're being victimized the second time. They already got enough trouble with the loss, enough problems with their own insurance company. We don't want them to feel that we're, we're trying to gouge them either. So we can roll all that together and 
and give them the quality service of the public adjuster and the lawyer for what it would have cost them. Um, mm-hmm. That's a bit of, that's really the best we can do. And we think that's a, a good deal for the consumer. No, that's awesome. And last break, we just, uh, when we introduced Vince Perry here as a public adjuster and how he helps uh, advocate for uh, the insureds and how, when he comes in there, they, they, they go right for all the documentation. Let's go through it. Like, like you said, like a fine tooth comb and let's find everything that's supposed to be included into this. And like you said, naturally it went up whenever uh, the homeowner tried to do their own inventory count. And, and, and again, that's the insurance company putting the insured to work for them. They're supposed to adjust the claim. So Vince, um, now there, there's some other things too, right. That, that you do outside of inventory. I mean, cause there's also salvageable versus insalvageable. There's, you know, what do we get under the policy, which is supposed to replacement cost value. Can you talk about that as opposed to actual cash value and what they're owed under that type of HO3 RCV policy? Yeah, you know, well, first thing, I think it was funny because we actually have an Excel spreadsheet only of like those minuscule, (laughs) unremembered items. We have a spreadsheet. It's like over 200 things of just things like that. So I thought that was funny. Um, But yeah, you know, one thing that I see, I see a lot in Texas. It's not as bad here in Florida. Um, And I work at some claims in California. I haven't noticed it too bad. But yeah, the depreciation that these insurance companies put, you know, I think is a little ridiculous. They, They ask the client the age of the home and then they'll slap the depreciation based on the home but Uh. i'm sure you guys know depreciation is not necessarily the age it's the condition right so if your home is 50 years old but it is in uh, impeccable condition well there shouldn't be any kind of depreciation but what i see a lot when i work the free store in texas i'm talking 50 60 70 percent depreciation taking on a lot of these estimates that's just like that's ridiculous, you know, and yeah. again, it's just more defense that they're playing. You have to provide and, and, and just remind, not that they don't know, but remind the desk adjuster, the insurance adjuster that like, this is, it, first of all, it's a replacement cost policy. Second of all, depreciation is not based on age. It's based on condition. You can see based on the photos, this is a well-kept home and should not be depreciated as much. So it's just another battle that we get in all the time. Yeah. yeah. One hey. thing too, I saw recently, I think we, Rich, you and I talked about it. Um, um, there was an insurance policy that actually prohibited the insured's use of a public adjuster. That was that you and I. Oh, that's velocity, man. All yes. day. The anti-public adjuster. Is that illegal? <clears throat> I don't think uh, it is. I mean, I mean, contract. I mean, Florida law is very broad on the right to contract, um, right. but that's one of the things you need to look at as a consumer. Again, what we, we always talk about here is that whenever your agent says, "Hey, I can save you some money," you got to see what what you're saving because you got to mm-hmm. be cautious because they're only going to want to save you money on things that are that are good for you and bad for them. But so yeah, Vince, uh, I saw that provision and I really stopped and I just went, "Is that like like a violation of like the Thirteenth Amendment, like indentured servitude, like like they can make?" where you can't use a trained professional to assist you just shows the, the their concern for the fact that, that you provide um, so much light to their practices and their and their payment methods. No, that's exactly it. They're concerned about that. But, you know, I mean, it is, it's like anything else. I know we're going to go through the through the Senate bills and stuff like that. You just kind of roll with the punches. You know, that's when I'm a loss consultant and we use your services and we knock it out of the park. One way or the other, we're going to help the insured. Yep. Yep. And I, I, uh, you know, with, 
I, I, I'm still beside me. I saw some <laughs> stuff coming out on Facebook. People are like, Hey, what, how do I move forward with this? I saw my first commercial. This was on a large loss. I saw this on Facebook just today, as a matter of fact. And it said, I have this commercial policy, this commercial loss. And it's the first time I've seen this, um, this public adjuster exclusion and, uh, uh being invalid and that kind of stuff. And I mean, they're talking about v that voiding your coverage. They're talking about taking away yeah. your right to recover if you use a public. I mean, it's not just like, hey, we'd rather not or whatever. They're literally saying that that we have the right to void your coverage if you use a professional. I mean, that's like the IRS saying, look, if you use an accountant, you know, we're, right. we're gonna we're we're, right. we're gonna arrest it. I mean, it's just I mean, think about it in normal in normal ways. Hey, you're not allowed to see your own doctor. You have to see our doctor. If you use a doctor for your visit, we're gonna void your coverage. I mean, it's there's an outrageousness right. to. If you get a second opinion from a different doctor now. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what? So oh. I, I, I don't think that's legal. Um, uh, from that standpoint, I mean, I've, I, me, somebody that's filed suit against the state several times for constitutional issues sees that that's a constitutional issue. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how that now would that be enforceable if they, if an insured brought this claim over to you and said, um, oh, like, Oh, I, I mean, I, I would honestly, if anyone out there has this happen to them, I would take it if there's no money in it, just because it's certainly worth taking and worth putting in front of a judge and having essentially tell the judge, judge, this is like me going to court without a judge. They're saying, if you use a judge, <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to get any recovery. I said, so I, I would take it if it came to me just on principle alone. Right, right. Honestly. Like an insured saying like, uh, or being on the policy, sorry, you can't hire a lawyer. I mean, they kind of did that with that OIR stuff where, American disintegrity came out with that policy that forces people in a binding arbitration uh, and uh, denies access to the courts. I quickly filed suit on that and uh, they were unable to uh, uh, the, actually heritage drop their policy submission because of that. They knew it's unconstitutional. So they're just trying to get away with more stuff and it's very, uh, they can get away with pretty much anything right now. They're, they're empowered to do so. So, all right, quickly going through that, uh, through that break, we'll, we'll, we'll kick it up. Uh, where we left off here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell right after the break. We'll be right back. All right, all right, and we're back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building Image Experts, live right here every Saturday on iHeart, our new station, our third debut right here. This this third, uh, this is our third Saturday, that's what I'm trying to say, debuted here on iHeart Radio, 94.1 FM, 5.40 AM, News Talk Orlando. Man, I'm excited to be here. The studio audience is super excited about our new um, broadcast here on iHeart Radio. They're seeming a little more lively today. That's good stuff for them, man. That's good, that's good. Yeah, it is. Wow. Woo. Woo. Wow. That's good stuff. All right. But uh, um, great guest today. I'm trying to go through uh, and navigate the law changes. I know that if I'm a consumer and I'm listening to this radio show and you're saying, wow, four major legislative changes have went through in the past six months. What am I missing? Well, this is what we're going to talk about today. And, uh, and uh, just a quick recap of what just happened. If you're thinking what in the hell just happened, how many more rights did I lose in the past six months? Well, let me tell you, um, a lot, a lot, uh, you, you did a lot. You not only in December of 2022 in the special session, you lost the right to hire an assignment of benefit contractor on any policy as purchased or renewed in 2023. You, you lost 
uh, prevailing party attorney's fees um, for insurance related claims on December 16th, 2022 Mm -hmm. Um, on any claim filed on a policy purchased on or after December 16, 2022. Um, meaning that if you bought a policy this year and you have a dispute against your insurance company and you call Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan to file suit against them, well, they're going to have to take a portion of your settlement where they haven't had to do that in over a hundred years. I don't think they've ever had to do that. It was a case law. Mm-hmm. I think in 1893 who gave the right to a consumer, the David versus Goliath, the sword that David needs to defend himself against fairly against the billion dollar and seemingly unstoppable industry of the insurance. When you have a claim dispute against your own insurance company, if there's a dispute, if somebody needs $10,000 to be made whole, to put their roof back together and you deny them, and then you have to then file suit against them. Well, you need every penny of that 10,000. Actually, you need more because in the two years it takes, your property is getting worse based on that original claim. So what happened is, is they took those rights away from you in December of 2022. And that's thanks to the insurance lobby giving a what? Three and a half, how many millions of dollars did they give to our governor and CFO? A uh, hundred, I was told. Holy cow. I mean, between between the, the, the December and March of 23. <laughs> <laughs> that was my understanding. What? I mean, it's interesting. Um, Donald Trump even said oh that, God. that for DeSantis that this was an industry industry um, bailout, an insurance company bailout. Um, oh was his, his view of, of what was what was done uh, to the consumer. Um, I will say that for, for the, uh, many, many, many years ago, I worked for Donald Trump um, and, and spent a fair amount of time with him. What I can say is that as to uh, his views of, judge, of Governor DeSantis, um, I will tell you that he never messed with insurance, never messed with lawyers, never messed with the consumer, never made the, the, the thing, things worse for the consumer. And really with what Governor DeSantis has done is really made a point to sacrifice the consumer um, for the benefit of the insurance company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's so obvious. I mean, it is so obvious with every bump along the road, this long road, let's say, let's say the last year, year and a half, Mm -hmm. um, where governor DeSantis. And again, I've told you guys before, I am a fan of governor DeSantis for everything except for the inch, the way he handling property insurance, even auto glass. That's really the, the, the CFOs thing with auto glass. It was also unconstitutional, but they decided to take all rights away from all insurance. Um, and during the regular session in March, the civil remedies bill, house bill 837, caused so much chaos. I mean, that doctor, spinal surgeon doctors were up there in Tallahassee saying, how can you put this bill here that takes away all of our rights to recover attorney's fees when there's a dispute in medical with somebody that needs it? Like, you yeah. know, we had paraplegic people up there. You had guys, you know, uh, you had somebody with no, no arms. You had, you had somebody that was, uh, in a different situation. This law or this bill changed so many things, not just property and took away attorney's fees, uh, for that profession, but all professions alike in the medical and even changed, uh, allowing, uh, I'm not saying this right, but, uh, uh Hans, you might need to clean this mm-hmm. up is where they're allowing, uh, uh, a suspect to be included on the verdict sheet now. So it changes the way that nightclubs would have security oh, yeah. and other uh, places of business who have insurance uh, t- and 
special uh, specifications on keeping that place secure. Now, if somebody comes in and starts shooting up the place, now they're going to add them to the verdict sheet where they weren't able to be added before ever in history. Correct. Now, today, they can. I'll just explain real quick. Um, when you, If someone's injured at a nightclub by, by some third party, or a shooter, whatever it may be, a claim is brought against the establishment, the restaurant, the bar for their negligence and not protecting that consumer from harm. Right. And uh, insurance claims. And, and claims where you bring a claim against that, against the restaurant or bar. And historically, since you're suing the bar, um, the restaurant for its negligence, the actions of the third party, the person who either beat you up or came in to shoot up the place, their actions were not included as a percentage of fault for the incident. You're on the you're on the verdict form in case you were you were causing some problems, and and the as is the bar and the jury can decide who was at fault and what percentage of fault is attributable to each person. Now, when you think about it, they're going to bring in the criminal and put him on the verdict form and say, well, who's responsible? And and what they're hoping for, so the jury would say, well, uh, Mister Mister injured party, you're not going to you're not at fault at all. The bar used to be 100 percent at fault for letting it happen to you. But now what we're going to do, we're going to put the shooter on the verdict form and you can decide how, how responsible he is. And they're going to split the percentage of who, you know, I like the banana thought, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, that fault. You're walking through Universal Disney and uh, there's a banana and you slip and fall on it. Well, they would normally say, OK, well, I guess, you know, it was kind of like uh, it was majority. It was more Disney's fault because they didn't pick up that banana. And mm-hmm. they're saying, OK, well, 30 percent of the fault because, you know, or whatever it is, because the person should have saw the banana before they slipped on it. Right. Yeah. But looking at now is they're going to take an an intentional act. Let's say a shooter. And they're going to say, the jury's going to say, well, who was it that caused the problem? Was it the shooter, the negligence of the bar or the injured party? And what they're hoping then is that, so they'll put it all on the shooter and go, well, but for the guy with the gun, None of this would have happened. Well, some of it still wouldn't have happened had the, the had the bar or the restaurant taken property security precautions, metal detectors, all those things, especially in a nightclub scenario. You think about, but what it does is it disincentivizes the bar to engage in any security anymore. Because why bother with bouncers, security, cameras, metal detectors, if you can just blame the guy who shows up and starts causing trouble? So again, a gift to the insurance industry that yes. can take the fault off of them. So they pay less now. Is that so they have less exposure now from nightclub property damage. Sure. And it, so all lines, medical, yeah. all lines of insurance. So they not only got a gift from the property gods, but from all yeah. professions. All, all the, we call that premises liability that people are liable for what happens on their property. <clears throat> because what will happen then is- yeah, Even this, a stray bullet, somebody sitting in their apartment complex and a stray bullet, there was somebody there that said, that came to the uh, to the, to the committee mm-hmm. and said, my daughter was sitting, we're sitting there in our, in our apartment, a stray bullet comes through, kills my daughter. And you're telling me that, and that they're able to get uh, um, uh, recovery from their apartments, insurance, and all this other stuff. They're saying in the future, if that happens again, that they're not going to get any recovery because that straight bullet, where it came from, that person is unrecoverable. There's yep. no, the insurance is going to be like, oh, I don't have to pay. I'm not at fault. And this is exactly, crazy. The nightclubs insurer pushed for this to, to try to be able to say that the, if they would have otherwise been 100% liable, now you put 99% on the shooter, 1% on the club, and then you recover only the 1% of your damages 
dollars from the insurance company for the nightclub. Right. And so that was in House Bill 837 that already passed and was signed into law by Governor DeSantis on March 24th of this year. And it quickly went through there. Um, and so that was Hans Kennedy with Morgan and Morgan kind of giving you that update on there. They didn't they didn't get just a property damage gift. The insurance lobby all in a whole medical property, uh, uh, property risk uh, management, general liability, all that stuff got a gift from Governor DeSantis here uh, this year. And there was a couple other things that and, went. Yeah, and I'll take a minute to tell you about the, the apartment. Folks who live in apartments, what they're up against now, too, when we come back from the break. Oh, goodness. So that is a lot of change just in that bill right there. And then uh, once we'll we'll pick that back up after the break, talk about a, uh, House Bill 837 that just passed and a couple of the bills. And we'll bring back in uh, Vince Perry, um, a public adjuster here on some of the changes that is also going through and just went through our Florida legislative session about how he can help insureds and how they're going to be capped here moving forward in the state of Florida to help out um, folks here. So we'll be right back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kibble. All right, all right, all right. We are back. Contractor Talk. We are live here on News Talk WFLA 941 FM and 540 AM. Thanks so much for joining us through the break here. We're super excited to be on this new radio dial here on 94.1 FM and excited to be on iHeart. It's new for us. Uh, this is our third Saturday here on this fantastic radio show. We're super excited. We're also just kind of getting everything, you know, kind of settled in here. Um, and I thank you again for, for joining us here. Uh, I have guests on this show. We're kind of mixing this. For me, it's brand new. We're doing audio for our consumers or for the listening radiance, uh, 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 really the listening audience here in Central Florida. You can hear us live every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, but it's also a podcast. So go onto our Facebook. That's how you can find us. You can watch these uh, shenanigans live or really archived uh, on our Facebook page because we film it the week before, or a few days before it goes on on Saturday's show. And so you can go to Facebook and then you'll start seeing our archived shows on there. So um, again, I, I appreciate you guys maybe even moving from show to show. We were on a different network uh, a few weeks back and now our third Saturday here, we just continue our show. Uh, myself, uh, the host, Richie Kidwell, um, and we have Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan today. Um, and most every day, as long as I, as many times as I can get him here uh, on our show to be a staple here, uh, he fixes a lot of things that I say, thank God, um, and how I look at it as a policyholder. Um, I'm in the industry of the water, fire, damage, restoration industry, and um, um, my uh, non-lawyer uh, uh, dis uh, descriptions, I guess, of all of these things, um, um, to bring straight to you, and, and uh, uh, Hans can be a little bit more, uh, um, I guess, give that legal um, uh, side of things and how that's going to affect you consumers. So um, I'm an advocate here in the state of Florida. I also am the president of the Restoration Association of Florida Advocates for Consumers uh, and Contractors here in the state of Florida. So um, right before the break, uh, or actually, Hans, I think you're going to pick back up. <coughs> oh. We're just mentioning about House Bill 837, who made many changes. That passed this year and was signed on March 24th uh, this year by Governor DeSantis. First bill out the gate that was in, that was first coming up to change the landscape and in insurance altogether. We call it an insurance, uh, a gift to the insurance 
gods here in the state of Florida signed by Governor DeSantis. One thing I was going to just put out there too, for folks who live in apartments, <clears throat> there was a terrible case some months ago, a young lady out in Oviedo oh, and yeah. being killed by the maintenance man. <clears throat> and who now, had the keys and full, <clears throat> keys full access and, and every, that was a sad story. Now what's interesting is instead of, instead of strengthening the requirements for insurance for the, for, uh, for the consumer who lives in apartments, the legislature did some of that, but in exchange for your rights. So now if they, if they put lights in the certain type of lights in the parking lot, certain type of peepholes in the doors and certain types of deadbolts and nothing exotic, just, but just some standard stuff. If the landlord does that and someone still gets injured, there's a legal presumption that the apartment complex was not liable. So instead of just doing the right thing and, and telling apartment apartment uh, owners and landlords, look, you have to beef up security, beef up lighting, beef up cameras, beef up all these things, and then leave it alone. Again, just do the right thing. Instead, you have to give up the right to say that the apartment complex was negligent. That there's going to be a presumption now that they've done everything they possibly could. And we all know that no one can ever do uh, enough to safeguard the public or safeguard the tenants, bump into enough apartments and lived in them over the years to know that it's never always done correctly. But just to let people know the, the, the company, the legislature could have simply said, do a better job, but you're still on the hook if you don't. And now they just say, do this and we'll presume that you have, you didn't do anything wrong. And now again, you're putting somebody on the verdict sheet who was never introduced to the verdict sheet before mm -hmm. the jury, the jurors are not allowed to know that there was a law change and that could affect the outcome for the insured and how they're going to get restitution. That is not legally able to be told to the jurors. So they're going to be like, yeah. Yeah, I guess the, uh, you know what, I, I, there was some fault, maybe like 10, 20% fault to the apartment, but uh, maybe more of the fault, maybe 80% of it was the shooter because without the shooter, you know, like that, and then that shooter is uncollectible. They're not walking around with an insurance policy. They're not walking around as a multimillionaires that can afford to give a, a victim restitution if found to be at fault. This is just, this is just amazing to me. A, again, going back to giving a gift, letting the insurance company off the hook for financial responsibilities that they took the money for in premiums, which is absolutely ridiculous. Which is really what we saw in property, obviously, for the last year and a half or so. It's it's kind of the same type of giveaway. I know Vince certainly has experienced a lot of that, seeing the those changes in the statute uh, and how it impacts them directly now. But even before, I, I'm sure they had to see a lot more resistance from the insurance company uh, as well. I think maybe even from people who might want to hire them just because they're concerned about their insurance or might think or might do to them. Yeah, well, it doesn't help when the CFO is going over there and saying, don't call a public adjuster. They're locusts. Call me and call my office and I will help you. What's what he going to do? Honest what? to God. Exactly. Exactly. So I think he wanted a personal phone call, didn't he? Didn't he like, you could contact me directly and I'll be happy to help you with your insurance claim. That is the biggest BS I've ever heard. Um, and uh, and speaking of, we got we got Senate Bill thirteen ninety eight, which what they call cleverly try to hide all the changes by calling it a consumer protection laws bill, and then underneath it it calls it the public adjuster bill. So first they say it's consumer protection laws, which is protecting the consumer, and they call it the public adjuster bill. And this is what went through, and with no changes because of our dictator DeSantis says anything the insurance law 
hobby. Once they get, boof, there's your wand. A hundred million dollars, Hans. That's how much. That, that that is the number that has been bandied wow. about very consistently. That in exchange for Senate Bill eight thirty seven and the bailout that it provides, that they would essentially help finance or, or potentially finance between um, the insurance companies and the Chamber of Commerce. That those groups um, that they would uh, essentially fund his presidential campaign. That's amazingly what? crazy. I, I'm, I'm still so, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, like a, a governor that kept my, uh, my wife's yoga business open, uh, through COVID who kept protecting our businesses and, and allowing us to stay open, who continue to have round table, uh, talks with, uh, owners of, uh, of, of these, um, uh, hospitals and things like that, giving us real data and information. I stood behind him and next to him. And I'm just like, man, this is a leader that we need is getting, cutting through all the BS. And this is what we get at the end of that. You know, we have a change of the guard. And to be to be honest with you, I think he 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 is just and you can tell by the Disney dispute that he puffs his chest up and doesn't back down from a fight. Well, he was so pissed off at the Florida bar for putting uh, for for not um, uh, standing behind him when he first ran against Mayor Gillum out of Tallahassee. Well, the Florida bar raised three and a half million dollars for, for, for mayor Gillum and Gillum lost, thank God. But, uh, but even though he was so pissed off, Senator, uh, uh, DeSantis was he, and I know it in the back of his head, he says, when I get the opportunity to get my pound of flesh, I will get it. And I swear that that was the major drive. I don't know. This is my opinion only, but, um, I, I swear that he took that to heart. And when he had the first opportunity, as soon as the go, as soon as everybody changed, uh, seats, he had the opportunity of a spineless, uh, uh, Senate president and a spineless speaker of the house, which they have now in Renner and Pasadomo who will do anything that the, our governor wants because he's super powerful. And all the bills that, that were coming out came from the governor's office by the way, in case you didn't know, and uh, not from the actual senators. Everything came from the governor's office this year because it could, because they gave him the power to do so. Well, as soon as he had the power to gut the Florida bar, he did. He did. And it was the first bill that was presented in the 2023 legislature. And I'll tell you what, that is my opinion. Ah, and it's sad. It's sad. Um, and, uh, you know, Hans is on the FJA board, is in the property, and he's, he's snickering underneath there. I mean, he has his opinions as well. But they also allowed the CFO to be so powerful to push a bill called the public adjuster bill. This is what they did in Senate bill 1398 with no changes it allows the insurance or claimant to cancel a contract with the public adjuster that was entered into based on uh, events that are the subject of the state emergency for up to 30 days after the loss or 10 days after the date in which a contract is ex executed, whichever is longer. Uh, it specifies insurance can cancel a public adjuster without penalty, the public adjuster contract without penalty. If a written estimate is not received within 60 days, um, it does other things like one of the things interesting is that the the, the uh, public adjuster has to provide the insurer with a copy of their contract and all the, those other items within a, within I think seven days because insurers want to know if they're if they're insured has gotten a, mm -hmm. gotten some actual professional help. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so last ten seconds here, uh, we're going to pick back up and we have a special guest, Vince Perry, public adjuster. We want to get his thoughts on this law change right here after the break. Contra talk with Richie Goodwill. <laughs> 
All right, and welcome back to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building image experts live right here on our fine new News Talk Radio, WFLA Orlando, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. All right, thanks guys for hanging out throughout the break. We only got 10, 10 minute segments here, man. They go by fast. All right, so right before the break, I was talking about Cinebill 1398, the effects that it has on consumers that are about ready to hire a public adjuster. We see a lot of that, especially after Hurricane Ian, a lot on Facebook, social media pages, people are like, where can I get the help? I heard public adjusters are the help that I need. They roll up their sleeves. They come into my house. They document all the damages. They tell me what is covered under my policy, what isn't. Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan is here as well, too. He told us a story about an insured who came to him and is like, hey, this is uh, this is all my damages that I have and everything like that. With a quick glance, uh, Hans was like, um, you know, you didn't include like in your inventory list, you didn't include things like silverware, maybe, you know, some, you know, painting on the wall, maybe, a, you know, something like whatever, you know, and uh, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't realize that brought over a public adjuster to go through and and go through every single line item of coverage that they have and every single piece of inventory that they have and also name it salvageable, insalvageable, put a price tag on it, put the package together to submit to your insurance company. And that's what you need. I think most public adjusters say that they see an average recovery of several hundred percent more than what they could have recovered on their own. Some are 500%, 700%, 1000% more than what the insured could have done on their own. And it's not because they're doing anything illegal. The public adjusters are not, they're not locusts. They're not doing anything legal. They're it's like a good tax accountant, right? I mean, I can owe a hundred thousand dollars one year or let's use Trump, right? Or, or whichever, right? It's, he's not, he's not illegal. He just called the right guy, right? The right accountant that knows the tax laws to get around it. The same way here, you're going to hire Vince Perry with consumer uh, commercial claims advocates as your advocate. And it's not illegal. They're going to find an estimate that is going to be much greater than you could have come up with on your own. And to pay 10% to him uh, within a year after loss or 20% even on a commercial, it's not that much when you're getting out 500, 700% more than you would have gotten on your own. Or like they say, what do they say? 70% of something or whatever is, is better than 100% of nothing, right? So um, in those cases, you will lose a percentage of your recovery, but for good reason, all right? And so we talked about these, uh, the our CFO calling public adjuster locusts or calling, trying to be negative on this and changing major laws like this in the state of Florida when you do need a professional. Um, and so with all that said, with all the changes um, um, that we just mentioned in Senate Bill 1398, uh, Vince, what is your take on, on the, on the future here, uh, with helping consumers in the state of Florida, it, it looks like they're, they're trying to mandate, what is it? Uh, um, certain amount of, uh, caps certain days after a loss or, or after a major hurricane. And now capping it, I believe to one or 10% after the first year, 20% after the second year, um, all in a way to try to save, really the phone call that the consumer makes to the public adjuster and trying to make them look like locusts. I I'm still trying to get through my head, how a professional that we voted into office and is in a big role, a CFO role could, could not only say it one time and not apologize, but said it multiple times calling public adjusters, all of them locust for trying to 
help consumers in their time of need after a hurricane. Um, it's just, it's just incredible to me. Have you heard of any of these affecting you and your consumers uh, that call you and say, I've heard about this or some of these things, has that affected your business or the way that you do business here in the state of Florida? No, I mean, it really hasn't like his whole thing about the locust. Luckily I've got a pretty decent social media uh, following and, you know, I'm able to post videos and stuff like that, but I mean, it hasn't, it didn't really get, and I didn't see it get directly to the consumer in any way. Um, I, it didn't really affect us too much, that whole locust thing. But I mean, I will tell you the law changes do. Like, I mean, honestly, what, what's happening with the attorney fee statute, obviously that, that trickles down to us, right? Because if we are the first line of defense, it's always nice that I know that I've got, I've got the big guns in the back if I need to go ahead and use it. And now without that, without that attorney fees and cost statute, it does make our lives a little bit, a little bit more difficult, but I'm a, I'm a, pure optimist, uh, Richie. I think it's going to make us have to really sharpen up our blades a lot more, maybe get some more certifications as public adjusters. Maybe we should get some contractor licenses. Maybe we get some roofing certifications some different uh, insurance designations that we can have more letters after our name that in our name. And it'll, it'll only, I think, in my opinion, it'll only make our industry a lot sharper. Uh, in regards to the bill that passed with the days that they have to cancel, again, I think it just, it puts a little bit more restraint and it, it tightens up the industry and gets rid of the bad apples a little bit. I think uh, in so regards too. To, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously 60 days to cancel a contract is ridiculous, but it is if you do not provide an estimate and any public adjuster that's not providing an estimate within 60 days, maybe you should consider a different career. Like there's no reason why <laughs> it should, shouldn't take more than a week or two to get your estimate together and submit it to the, and submit it to the client. Um, and then the 10 day thing, you know, like the font thing, they want to have a larger font in the contract. All that stuff is just so, to me, it's so petty, but you know, ultimately it is what it is we roll with the punches we do what we have to do and like i said i think it does it sharpen up sir it sharpens our blades it really it, it really times it up to not only get rid of the apples but just make us do better and be better and i think um you know again i'm all over the country and i talk to public adjusters all over the country you know and one thing that i have noticed is that the florida public adjuster it's a little bit we're a little bit more like hey let's uh let's figure this out let's negotiate it let's get to a bottom line where I've noticed a lot of a lot of public adjusters outside of the state of Florida are, are much more into diving deep into line items on the estimate, diving deep into the types of shingles, mm -hmm. type, diving deep into line items in the uh, uh, I'm sorry, wording in the policy. And I've noticed a little bit of a difference. So if as a result of this, we just get better, then I'm okay with that. And one question I wanted to ask Hans is, is, is once it's passed in law like this, is there ever a time where, where we could just, or, find a way to think this is so ridiculous that it can go back? I um, mean, not in particular. Um, it would really require some event. What, what we were looking at is if there were to happen to be a hurricane, um, this upcoming hurricane season uh, within the year after this legislation is passed, uh, that might have the most uh, ability to stoke mm -hmm. um, people to get hold of their congressman or I mean, their legislator, their senator, their house rep, and the governor and explain their frustration with the process. I mean, obviously, it 
this point, the legislature made a decision on the consumer's behalf that apparently like people like like somebody's mom and State Farm are have the same financial footing, that they're able to withstand the, the same amount of, of financial uh, financial. Uh, well, well tell me about workers' comp. I mean, that was something that eventually got repealed, it, but did it took twelve not years about <laughs> without a lot of effort. A lot of time. Twelve years ago, the legislature um, passed a bill that removed attorneys' fees from workers' compensation statute, and that just because of the operation of time. Um, uh, 12 years later, the Florida Supreme Court heard that case and said that that was um, improper, unconstitutional, and reversed the the opinion of the trial court and the lower appellate court and reinstated attorney's fees for folks who do workers' compensation. Um, from my perspective, the statute um, that, that removes fees may or may not be constitutional, but from a time perspective, it's going to take the legislature r- really feeling the heat from their constituents which honestly they should have felt intuitively when they passed this law. They knew it was bad for their con- their constituents. They knew it was bad for the consumer, but they passed it anyway to assist the governor. Yeah. And, and, and Vince, question for you. Now, do you think that the environment was that rough or whatever, insert your adjective there, that it required um, this law change in, in this? And let's talk about public adjusters specifically. Do you think there was enough shenanigans going on out there that it needed statutorial reform to make those changes? To answer your question is no. I mean, uh, getting rid of the attorney fees and cost statute is, 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 is huge. You know, that, that makes our lives much, much more difficult. It is not a consumer friendly law whatsoever because you, you got your hands tied as to the options that you have uh, if you're fighting against the insurance company. With that said, to sort of further answer your question, uh, I do think I'll just be, I'm just an open book. It's just the way I am. I do think that some of these uh, win claims uh, that were being filed for a while. So like I would say Irma happened in 2017 and I think there was a three year statute. And when I start to get messages about public adjusters asking me like, Hey, you know, I'm filing this new claim for Irma and I'm looking at the time limit and it's like 2020. All right. We got 10, uh, we got 10 off. seconds. Hold, hold that thought right we'll there. That story there. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. just going to take a quick break. We'll get right back to that contractor talk with Richie Kidwell with Vince Perry. We'll be right back. All right. All right. Welcome back. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live right here on iHeartRadio News Talk Orlando, WFLA 94.1 FM, 540 AM. It's important to know both. The FM dial runs out somewhere around Central Florida. Flip over to the AM dial, 540 AM, or just download the iHeartRadio app and find News Talk Orlando, WFLA, and then you can just listen to us anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. As long as you have your phone, you can stream us live every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. All right, our last segment here, we are with Vince Perry, a public adju- licensed public adjuster, not only here in the state of Florida, but multiple states. We're talking about law change here in the state of Florida, and uh, and you were just finishing your, your, your thought here on that last topic. We're talking about the law changes here in the state of Florida, and I asked Vince, I said, man, do you really think that this environment here in the state of Florida called for this significant law change to happen? Uh, you know, we've had the CFO calling public adjuster 
locust for showing up after Hurricane Ian, knocking on doors to try to help in shorts instead of praising them for doing such a great job because their office uh, under the CFO, Florida CFO's office can't handle all of the floods of calls to help people out that are getting screwed by their insurance company. God forbid they hire you to help them out for crying out loud. But do you really think that that called for major statutorial change here in the state of Florida because of a couple bad apples because of a, a like one or, you know, I mean, it's really minuscule and small, you know, like, like I say in every industry, there's, there's a couple of bad doctors, uh, you know, in this industry. So we just, we just never go to the doctor ever again. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how they make significant law changes based off of nothing, based off of just blah, blah, blah talk, you know, and, and, um, uh, sorry to steal so much time from you, but yeah, finish your thought on that, on that question there, Vince, if you don't mind. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's also like, I mean, come on, look at the amount of storms. I mean, we've got flooding in Fort Lauderdale, like I've never seen before. We've got a hurricane every other year when we didn't get one for over 10 years from Wilma to, to Irma. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty unbelievable how many storms. So obviously that's going to increase insurance claim payouts. Uh, but I think sort of the beginning and the end for me, when I really started to notice that I was starting to even like question, like, why are these people filing these claims? You know, the duties after the law specifically say that you need to notify the insurance company as soon as a loss occurs. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. talking about the Irma claims where you had three years and towards the end of that, you started getting a big uptick at the end of that year three. That's what so you're I talking start, about. Yep. So I start getting messages from public adjusters right. and roofers as well, going out there, door knocking, doing free inspections, going up on roofs, looking at, at broken shingles and putting the date of losses Irma. And I'm like... Well, how do you exactly know that? And then what I started to know was what I started to notice was more and more people going in and they're looking at they're looking at wind speeds or looking at different uh, uh, radar systems to find historical weather and we're pinning it on that. And I noticed an in, uh, I did notice an increase of claims and it's really no fault to anyone because again, obviously sure. we understand that the insurance policy is uh, it, it could read very vague. You could present the damage is there. Obviously, mm -hmm. it was caused by an event, but I noticed that there was a lot more claims like that. Obviously those ended up in litigation because of frankly, course, I, I could course. see why the insurance company would deny those claims. And yep. I mean, I could see a relation as to those claims and people just, I, and I get claims. that now on the other side of that, right? Cause I mean, you know, us being an engineering firm and looking at weather events, now let's look at the flip side and, and Hans can probably comment on this too. Sure. Let's say the guy comes out or the uh, professional roofing company. Cause again, an 85 year old lady's not going to get up on the roof and no, even through three years before that there was a major event that cracked a bunch of tiles on the roof, but let's say they do. And they come in, they say, Hey, you know, there's a storm last week, you know, uh, in the Southwest Florida area. And it might've done the damage to the tiles. When's the last time you got on your roof or I replaced them? They said, I don't know. I haven't been up there since, you know, before the hurricane. Well, and then they file on that, on that last week, you know, the last week data loss and the insurance company gets involved and said, Nope, that wasn't then that couldn't have done it. Uh, the forces of hurricane Irma that could have done it. That could have done it, and that predates this. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, your your claim is now denied because we don't feel like the forces of 70-mile-per-hour winds that came last week were higher than Irma that would just happened a couple of years ago. So, there's two sides of that coin, right? I mean, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't try to include that. Um, Hans, from your side of things, you saw that big uptick as well uh, with, with the roofers, and we, we see all sides. What are your thoughts on that? Sure. I think Vince makes a good point on about the policy. Yep. Um, your policy 
policy is going to tell you that you have to report the claim as soon as practicable, um, immediately, promptly. There's a variety of words that they use. Um, the statute we're referring to says you have to either report it pursuant to the policy revision or at that time within three years of the date of loss, which is now one year uh, as of right. March 1st. That just says the passing of, of the of time the statute has changed. Um, so the issue of prejudice is kind of a, an interesting topic simply because the, the case law has come down and said, if you know you have a loss, and most of the case law is someone had a loss, someone had a storm, had a loss, knew about it, but thought it was small, thought it wasn't a big deal, thought they might fix it themselves, and then years later, then make a claim. And in those situations, I think the insurer, it's fair for them to say they've been prejudiced if the insured knew of the claim and took no action. What we're talking about here, and even though it does get a little close to the edge, um, is that if someone doesn't know they had a loss, and someone knocks on the door and says, look, you might have had a loss, and someone goes, okay, go take a look, and they come down and say, look, man, we see damage we think would be attributable to wind or hail event, something like that. Um, a lot of people do tie that back. We use meteorologists mm-hmm. and engineers and, and professionals such as that to try to, to tie that together, just as the insurer would come out and say, no, no, it wasn't Hurricane Irma. It was something before that to get be, mm-hmm. to get beyond the statute, essentially the limitation statute for reporting. So I agree. There are always both sides. But even I cringe a bit when someone's on month 35 mm-hmm. and they first make a claim and then it gets denied and they call me and they go, Hans, what do you want to do? And I go, when is this? And they go, then they go 35 months after the storm. You go, oh. Uh, and now it depends what you have, too. I mean, I think Vince would agree. You know, sometimes you really got a bad damage because someone didn't know. Or the problem is that 35 months claims that are more marginal. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just being a couple minutes left here uh, on our show, I really appreciate our guest here. And I want to make sure if you're listening to the show and you want to reach out to these guys and you need help, um, Vince is a public adjuster who covers the entire state of Florida. This guy is everywhere. He's not, a, he's not only in Tampa, South Florida, he's got a 305 number. He's everywhere. He's mentioned Texas. He mentioned other states as well, too. Reach out to him. And uh, Vince, please give us your, your contact information so they can reach you, your email, the way uh, uh, phone numbers, ways to reach you if they have a question or a claim that they need your assistance in. Yeah, I'm easy to find on social media, on Instagram, <laughs> sure on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm either Vince Perry or Commercial Claims Advocate. Uh, you can call me at 813-438-4551. Uh, that's my business cell phone that goes directly to my cell phone. And uh, we're on YouTube. So, you know, I think the best way is really go on YouTube, the Commercial Claims Show. We've been doing it for three years. We have content Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we have a new video. Initially, it was directly, strictly to public adjusters. We've shifted a little bit to get more content for the policyholder, but I'm telling you, we got three years of content that policyholders will greatly benefit from on sort of how to properly present a claim, how to properly document and how to go through the ins and outs of an insurance claim. Commercialclaimsadvocate.com and EliteResolutions.com is also where you could find us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks so much, man. I mean, I've been wanting to do something with you for so long. This is just one of many different podcast series or audio series that we can do to bring more information to to 
consumers. It's so important that the consumer stays educated and it makes our job a lot easier when us professionals show up to help consumers out there. They need to know the rights. They need to know who they can call to help them out. And speaking of whether you slip on a banana or get hit by a bus, <laughs> you may need to call someone you can trust. Morgan and Morgan. See, I'm telling you, you need to download that song. Here I am singing the words and the lyrics here. For the people. Uh, so if you're listening to this show and you need an attorney, give Hans Kennan with Morgan Morgan call. How can they reach you, Hans? Sure. I always tell everyone whenever I meet someone, I say, you know, open up your, your contacts and put in my name and it's Hans Kennan. It's H-A-N-S. Kennan, K-E-N-N-O-N, and put in the word lawyer or put in the word attorney if you want to be more formal. And my <laughs> cell phone is 407-782-0258. That's 407-782-0258. You can call me or text me. Text is obviously easier. You got any questions, concerns? Um, we'll look at any of your, any of your issues at no cost to you. If we take it, it's no cost unless we get a recovery. That's awesome. That's great stuff right here. Consumer help right here. Consumer advocates and you have a consumer lawyer to help you to collect in your one time of loss as well. Richard, what's your number? All right. Airqualityassessors.com is how you can get a hold of me. 844-CALL-AQA, whether you need mold testing or forensic or structural engineering. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show today and check us out on Facebook, Contractor Talk with Richard Kidwell. We'll talk to you guys next Saturday. Have a great week. See you.